Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials for the buy one Get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All you got to do, Renegade Nation, is enter the promo code RENEGADE or call 1-800-889-6817 for these great specials. That's 1-800-889-6817. Use the promo code RENEGADE. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, fellow Americans. There's so much to talk about today. One of the things I did want to cover was the DA Bodine in San Francisco. We talked about him before in the past, prior to last night's recall election, to the final results of him actually being recalled. I found out in the middle of the night, so that was kind of cool when I let my dog out. (laughs) I found out that he was recalled, so I was rejoicing. And of course, his arrogant self started blaming the billionaires, Republican billionaires, for funding to get him recalled, which I'm really not sure how that can be. And I instantly was thinking to myself, wasn't it a billionaire, George Soros, that got you in there? So why would he be blaming billionaires and neglecting the crime that's gone up over 40% since he's been the DA in such a short time? The guy has no experience as a DA prior to his being planted in office there by Soros. But don't worry about Bodine, guys. He swore he'll be back. He's going to run for office again in November. <laughs> so so he clearly will have the backing to get there. And I'm sure it wasn't rigged because they thought for sure um, overwhelmingly that he probably would not be recalled in liberal San Francisco. But hopefully that's an eye-opener for many woke, progressive politicians being he was the first DA to ever be recalled in in San Francisco, George Soros used $40 million to contribute to elections through various organizations he's in charge of and he donates to for 75 elections since 2016. 26 of those 75 won. And of course, the DA in San Francisco, Chicago, New York, Los Angeles. So Soros used the $40 million to contribute to these elections. So he took at least a million dollars to each one of these campaigns, which made a huge difference. And he's not going to stop. He will continue, which is unfortunate. And I got to laugh a little at AOC on Twitter. She was, you know, here she is in New York and she's going on Twitter asking everybody in California to vote for Karen Bass, not to vote for Rick Caruso. LA mayor, (laughs) because she says, vote all billionaires out. We don't want any billionaires. Well, first of all, it was a billionaire who got her in there as well, like George Soros. (laughs) But 
Why is she worried about California? She needs to stick to her own destroyed state of New York. And I wanted to tell her, well, if you're against billionaires running for office, so I guess does that mean the governor of Illinois, Jay Pritzer? He's worth $3.6 billion. He's a Democrat, and he is soft on crime, destroying that state of Illinois. So so does, does that apply to him, too, when she goes on Twitter and wants everybody to get out to vote and do not vote for any billionaires? Just saying, my opinion, but I just found it just so hypocritical, typical, liberal, do as I say, not as I do type of mentality. And by the way, in New York, only the governor can remove a DA. And this one feels politically toxic to remove a DA. She's up for re her first election, actually, being she was planted and placed. No one really voted for her for the replacement of Como. She doesn't want to alienate any group. <laughs> so she's not going to remove the DA in New York who's soft on crime in New York City. How sad is it for New Yorkers? 75% are afraid to ride the subways. A study came out late yesterday that New Yorkers concerned they could be the victim of a violent crime. 76% are concerned. Only 24% are not concerned. So who's the 24%? The criminals themselves? Maybe they're in rural areas that's pretty safe. Not sure, but that's just horrible. 76% are concerned they'll be a victim of a violent crime. What is going on over there in New York? And let's not forget, you know, all these people being bussed and flown into various states across the country by our own government doing their illegal trafficking into our country. We're paying for it, as we've talked about, either by bus or by airplane. And now they're busted. They know it. So they are flying illegals into all airports now in New York. Not just the one that they were being secretive undercover. Now they've been exposed. So they're flying into all airports in New York, thanks to that wonderful governor and this current communist administration that stole our White House. So let's pray that she gets nominated out of office and New Yorkers rise and put a more conservative governor in New York who can actually fire the DAs who are soft on crime and get their state back their fear and concern when you have so many illegals being flown and bust into New York. Crime is only going to go up. They're not really being vetted. We talked about that before too. When they're checking them in, they only check the database for any crimes that they've committed in America, not any crimes they've committed in other countries. For all we know, they could have murdered 20 people. Who knows? We sure don't. And we're paying for it. I just got this handed to me, hot off the press from the Washington Post, and it's titled, Bodine's Recall Proves Democrats Have Lost the Public's Trust on Crime. And the statement reads, and I quote, more people died in San Francisco last year from fentanyl overdoses than COVID-19, yet District Attorney Chesa Bodine did not convict a single person in 2021 for dealing the lethal opioid. Bodine's defeat is the latest wake-up call for Democrats who have lost the public's trust on criminal justice and play down voter anxieties about crime at their peril. So guys, does any of this surprise you? 
I don't think so. The only thing that surprises me is that liberals are actually waking up to the fact that these people that they nominated lied to them and didn't have a clue how bad it would be, though we did. I mean, come on, guys. In just 2022 alone, the violent crimes in San Francisco, larceny theft is up 20%. Assaults are up 11%. Homicides are up 11%. And rapes are up 9% compared to 2021 at this time. Bodine, while he's facing his recall vote yesterday, he put out a statement regarding the rise on crime. <laughs> and I quote, part of it is a tremendous amount of understandable frustration and anxiety that people have felt in the context of COVID. Uncertainty about the direction our country's headed, anger at the Trump administration and misinformation that administration fueled on everything from public safety to vaccine. <laughs> We all know that's a lie. Why he even wasted his time to even put out that statement is beyond me. Just remember right out of the Nazi playbook, the Sal Alinsky method to blame others for what you do. And that's exactly what the Democrats do day in and day out using the media as their weapon, just like Bodine and his statement from yesterday. And then we have Gascon down in Los Angeles area, Southern California. The wealthy people in Southern California are advised not to wear expensive jewelry when you go out. Most people who have money are leaving their doors unlocked and leaving notes in their car. I don't have anything in the car. Please don't destroy it. I mean, that's horrible. It reminds me of people in New York afraid to take the subway. People in Los Angeles are feeling the same way. They're fearful of the crime that's just exploding. And we've all seen the attempted murder on what we're going to call her Rachel that happened a few days ago with the 16-year-old in a stolen car driving the wrong side of the road and mowed down her and her baby. We've all seen that horrific video. And what does Gascon do? Oh, it wasn't that bad of a crime. He's 16. He's on probation from drugging a girl's drink in a stolen car, driving on the wrong side of the road, attempting murder. It was no accident. He was looking straight at her. She said, we had eye-to-eye contact and he gunned for me. And so he's going to something that's just a little bit better than a summer camp for five to six months. That's the final straw. The community down there are outraged by Gascon's soft on crime. This is an attempted murder, and the kid gets to go to a summer camp. A little bit better than a summer camp, they say. So Gascon, right before his second recall, puts out a statement, and I quote, Contrary to what some have claimed, it is not attempted murder under California law. To change that offense, our office would have to be able to prove beyond a reasonable doubt the minor specifically intended to kill the victims. There was no evidence of that. Unfortunately, opponents of the district attorney are attempting to capitalize on this incident and are using the victim to advance the false premise that this sentencing is tied to the DA's criminal reform policies. The truth is our office simply followed California law. (laughs) Okay, though that's a lie, Gascon's policies are the ones that have gone soft. And he's the one that set the policies. 
And if that is the case, that it's California law, all ran by Democrats, including Newscom. He's already been recalled. And we found the mule who dropped all the ballots off to help him win. And we also know that the DMV used IDs to add votes because Aunt Nancy can't let her precious pet Newsom lose in the recall. But that alone should raise a red flag to all Democrats and to all voters, Democrat, Independent, and Republicans. Aren't you guys sick of all the corruption? I know I am. And then to boot, you have Melina Abdullah, the lady in charge of the BLM. She puts out a statement, (laughs) and I quote, one of the most committed visionary DAs in the nation was just recalled. Bodine made me believe in the term progressive prosecutor. Big money, pro-cop interest bought the election. They're trying to do the same thing in LA. We can't fall for it. Okay, I'm not even going to comment, but I am going to let you guys know of recorded conversations that inmates had supporting Gascon. I have one here from a Willie Wilkerson. He's a murder suspect who wants a deal under D.A. Gascon. And I quote, I told you last time that he want to hurry up and try to get something did before a re-election somebody else besides Gascon and bring back that little uh, life without parole and uh, the death penalty. If he could get the manslaughter, then manslaughter only carries six, nine, and 12 years. That's just crazy. And then you have another inmate, Murder suspect wants deal under D.A. Grascone. His name is Hannah Tubbs. He's in custody recording. And this is Tubbs. And I quote, don't worry about it. It's a strike, but they're going to plead like a plead out to them and plead guilty. They're going to stick me on probation and it's going to be dropped. It's going to be done, done, and I won't have to register anything. And then his father, for offender, you won't have to register. And then Tubbs replies, I won't have to do none of that. And then his father says, so what are they going to do to you then? And then Tubbs replies, nothing. There's something seriously wrong, you guys, when criminals praise liberal policies in leaked calls. Then you have so many criminals running our country. How we got here is with the help of the media. And corrupt politicians, Soros has planted and put into, into place. It's very sad living in these times, watching the demise of our country right under our noses. And it's hard to watch. And with that being said, I'm going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the crime in Seattle, the criminal governor of Illinois, January 6th committee, the joke that's going to be televised tomorrow night. And I'm sure a few miscellaneous items and opinions. So we'll be right back. Welcome back. So I'm not sure how many of you guys have heard. In Beijing, Chi has put together a department of his military to attack the West. I'm not really sure what the need is to attack us, being we are destroying ourselves from within. Biden and Pelosi and Schumer are making sure of that. In Seattle, there's a crime crisis. Just this year, they're down 75 cops. Four have put in for retirement just in the last four days. 
They're so low on police that they have been pulling detectives off of cases while these cases are just sitting there now. No one's working on them. But they're pulling detectives off to assist in 911 calls. And if you guys can believe this, just this year, as of Monday, 934 cars have yielded to stop for state patrol. There's a bill now that you don't have to stop if the cops pull you over. So the Democrats passed this bill that banned all vehicle pursuits (laughs) happening every day in all departments because two legislations ago, Democrats passed this bill that bans a vehicular pursuit The only time an officer can actually pursue a fleeing suspect in a car is if they're fleeing a reasonable suspicion of a DUI, if you have probable cause of a violent crime, an escaped felon or a sex crime has been committed. (laughs) A probable cause in this bill means the police had to basically witness the crime occurring in order to stop them because there's no way to know established cause before you go and chase these vehicles. And so all these people are deciding not to stop because they don't have to be pulled over as they cannot legally be pursued. And if the police are pursuing them, they will lose their jobs and or they will be sued despite being a criminal or breaking the law, speeding, running stop signs. (laughs) This is another reason the rise in smash and grab is on the rise in Seattle. They do it quickly and can't be stopped unless they are seen. But if they do it really fast and get in a car and take off, they could be speeding (laughs) and they can't be stopped. So House Bill 1054 is passed the law you can run from the cops, and you're just going to get chaos when you do that. I mean, we've already talked about half of Oklahoma has been designated as Indian reservations, and the government has no jurisdiction there. So that's almost like the Wild West, running free, running, do whatever you want. Nobody's there to protect Indian reservations, And we all know that they've been harassed, criminalized. The women have been raped. It's just horrific what's happened to Indians on their reservations. And now you have these bills that are being passed in states like Oregon and Washington and California and New York and Illinois that are for the criminals. So you've got all these people crossing the border. Many, nobody knows anything about their backgrounds. Mayorkas has already said 140 people we know where they are and they're terrorists on the terrorist list. So they're allowing terrorists into our country. They're trying to take law-abiding citizens' guns while you have 50 people shot, nine killed in Chicago last weekend. Lori Lightfoot says there's no crime. In Chattanooga, Tennessee, a small group of people shot a lot of people over this last weekend. In these big cities where the DAs buy Soros are going soft on crime, is not really being reported that much. You know, 
one of the last shows I did, we talked about over 500 mass shootings just last year in liberal DA Soros soft on crime cities. And they're not being reported because it goes against their agenda. And then we just had a guy who got arrested who was threatening to kill Judge Kavanaugh. They found knives, guns, and all kinds of weapons. You know, don't forget Chuck Schumer said that the three Trump nominees, which is Kavanaugh, would pay the price. So just fuels the hate, the divide, and crazy people to do crazy things like this guy. But they did arrest him. And it's not making big news and going against the gun grabbing agenda because the guy was 26 years old. They're trying to ban guns being purchased up to 21 years old. With as many black conservatives running as Republicans and are actually in Congress and the Senate as Republicans, 75% of black voters still think the GOP is racist. <laughs> and of course, the Democrats are still saying that they their votes are suppressed, especially in Georgia, when you have Stacey Abrams lie. That woman is corrupt. God, she's horrible. But black voters in Georgia was way up. So that's another lie. In that 75% that still claim that GOP is racist for some reason, said at least Trump helped us and kept his word most of the time. Biden is losing support among the black Americans. In 2020, the voter preference was 91% for Biden and 8% for Trump. Today, it's more like 70% approve of Biden and 28% disapprove among the black voters. And the Washington Post put out a statement and it's titled Black Voters Support for Biden Has Cooled, Polls Find. And this is what their statement says. And I quote, he's not really holding up to his end of the bargain. Some things he promised, some things he's done. But we are still struggling as a whole. We are still struggling. That's heartfelt. And that's a big deal. He's lost a lot of the black votes. With his policies, a lot of them are realizing that Joe Biden is a racist. If they go back and they look at his history, things he's said and he's done would change even more of the black Americans against Joe Biden and the Democrat Party. And I guess three more staffers at the White House in the last few days have left the White House running in droves. Politico put out a statement on Sunday and I quote, morale inside 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue is plummeting amid growing fears that the parallels to Jimmy Carter will stick. <laughs> I say, you think? So Biden's approval ratings on the issues, gas prices approved 27%, inflation, they approve 28%, immigration, 37%, economic recovery, 37%, Taxes, 37%. Crime, 38%. You know, I sure would like to know <laughs> who these people are that approve of this. AOC and the anti-American hateful people. How can anybody approve of paying higher fuel costs, higher everything? It's just unthinkable. You know, then you get Stacey Abrams. We were just talking about her. She receives 
$52,500 from woke foundations. The Marguerite Casey Foundation, this group fully supported this anti-police funding with Abrams support. The Casey Foundation's board of directors, which recently named seven new changemakers to the board, including Stacey Abrams. Interesting, huh? I'm telling you, she's bad. She is a bad person and hates this country. Though many of us are not too thrilled that Kemp won the Republican nominee in Georgia, many Republicans don't feel they want to vote for him. Please change your mind. I hope by November you do. We cannot let Stacey Abrams win. Just can't. Kemp isn't the greatest, but he's a lot better than Stacey Abrams. If you allow her to go in there, Georgia will become the next Illinois, New York, California, Oregon, Washington. Mark my words, don't let her win. You'll be in big trouble if you do. Are you guys ready for the January 6th committee primetime clown show with eight Democrats and two Democrats that claim to be Republicans? (laughs) The same committee that the first time in our history The Speaker of the House denied Republicans someone to cross-examine witnesses. This is a setup. This is a joke. This is illegal. It goes against our Constitution, goes against Congress. And even the New York Post posted, (laughs) Nancy Pelosi and the Dems January 6th dog and baloney show. Another post of theirs says, yet another Democrat blockbuster doomed to fail And the Daily Caller put out the greatest distraction on earth is about to begin, brought to you by Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) And then yesterday, the New York Times put out a statement. What if there were GOP appointed members of January 6th committee? And it says, and I quote, the only certain answer is that unlike now, there will be a difference in perspectives among the members. There would be members to challenge the assertions of other members who could then respond. There would be difference of emphasis. There would be, in short, the kind of interactions that congressional committees are supposed to have. What these communists are doing to our country is unthinkable. It's very sad, heartbreaking. And how these people can even be involved in this is mind-boggling. They even hired ABC X. CEO to narrate, to run the whole show. And he is a super woke, far left liberal. So the whole thing is a setup, just like January 6th was. And that's why they can't allow anybody to cross-examine because January 6th was a set up in the first place. You know it and I know it. Pelosi should be impeached. It's the first time they're excluding GOP appointees. This is just a distraction, probably from her husband, who was arrested (laughs) under the influence of alcohol. He gets off scot-free, getting a DUI, only paid $5,000, gets in a head-on, but that's okay. Let's just distract the news and create some more drama to divert from Nancy Pelosi. How does that woman have so much power is beyond me. You know, Pelosi, in my opinion, is a female version of Stalin in today's world. And before we end this segment, I'd like to bring up the wonderful people who are on this committee that are okay with lying and cheating and lying to the American people and these communists. Benny Thompson, Democrat from Massachusetts. 
He's going to be the chair. Zoe Lofgren, Democrat from California. Shifty Adam Shift. Pencil neck Shift. Democrat from California. Oh my gosh. Pete Aguilar, another Democrat from California. Stephanie Murphy, a Democrat from Florida. Jamie Raskin, Democrat from Maryland. Elaine Luria, a Democrat from Virginia. And of course, Liz Cheney, who will not be the Republican nominee in Wyoming. Crying Adam Kissinger, Republican from Illinois, even though he's really not a Republican. He sides with Pelosi the majority of the time. So does Liz Cheney. Anti-Trumpers, anti-American communists. And talk on the street is that this January 6th committee is also trying to throw in mail-in ballots nationwide, taking away the Electoral College to where votes will be by the majority of people. That could be why they're allowing millions and millions of people to cross the borders. We can't let that happen. That will be the end of our republic. That'll be the end of our country. And these communists, how they are setting it up to dominate, it's either their way or the highway, just like China, will be in control of our government and our country forever. And we will be done as America, the land of the free once and for all. So we can't allow these guys to get away with this. But that is on the agenda. Remember, California has mail-in ballots and it's rigged. They cheat. And that would be across the country. We'd have all those mail-in ballots and the cheating just like we watched in 2020. So buckle up, guys. Be ready. And with that, I hope you guys have a good evening. Not some positive stuff to report, but some. Thanks for listening, guys. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie.